Ladies, gentlemen, and other Fangamer fans, welcome to the second round of the Fangamer Game Club, Yay! in which we discuss... Yay! Mask, a legitimately good game. So an exciting change of pace here at Fangamer <laughs> Game Club. I have a few special guests with me, and a regular guest who goes by the name of Garrett Rosa. Hello, so hello. Give yourself a round of applause. I will give myself a round of applause. I'm happy that we've made it to number two. You know, like, that's, that's pretty big for us to, like, decide we're going to do something and then do it. That's true. And then continue to follow through on it, even when the first game we played was a real <laughs> learning experience. Uh, yes, to say the least. <laughs> All right, to uh, to I'm gonna crib a line from you, Garrett. That's to my fine. virtual right, we have Simon Roberts, aka Kevin. Kevin, good hey, to have you. Show. Kevin, the I, the forefather I, of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Can I just say I kind of liked Shadow of the Colossus for all its bumps? No, and it, it really needs people to be good to it. It does. So, yeah. by all it, means, Kevin, say nice things about it. I'm just going to sit here and play devil's advocate. Every time you guys say something bad, I'm going to say something good. That's all it says. That's how it's going to be tonight. <laughs> and every time you cry right about now. Snowhead, I'm going to tell you it was a temple for babies. And that's what you are. <laughs> so get ready for that. We'll, we're going to get to That's the way that. to go. We're going to get to Snowhead. Yes, we are. All right. And our last guest, certainly not least, to my virtual left, we have Crystal, who joined us for Shadows of the Colossus. Our, hey. our good cop, bad, or only good cop for Shadow's Colossus. <laughs> the nice cop, the good yeah. cop, yeah. <laughs> so here we are, ready to talk about Shepard's yeah. Mask. It's well, a good time. I have something to say off the bat. I have not made it to the point I'm supposed to be at, and I will take Ooh. my, yes, Ooh. I know, I take my idea for a podcast, etc. Unfortunately, I have... Um, from literally when we finished recording the last podcast all the way up until Sunday night was busy doing stuff uh, with the other Fangamer crew. So uh, I started playing Monday, and you know what I found? And this is something I'm gonna, I want Liz to, to chime in on. Do you find that now when you play through it, because I mean, you've been playing, you've had more time to play it, mm-hmm. that not having to rush, you enjoy it a lot more? Yeah. Because I felt like yeah. I was rushing a lot in Shadow of the Colossus just to make sure I would stay up. And it made, I know that made me enjoy it a lot less. Yeah, I um, I feel like I'm in a good position because I've played the game before, but it right. was... It was, like, when did this game come out? 99? It came out, like, a year or two 2000. after Ocarina. October 2000, I believe. So it's been, like, 10 Not years, years give or take. 2000, right. yeah. So it's been literally 10 years since I played it. I played it when it launched and then haven't touched it since. So I have vague, fond memories of it, but I'm kind of going through it so on my own. It's kind of like when you read a book, like, in high school, and you get to college, and you have to, like, write a paper on it. You're like, do I really need to read it again? Maybe I can yeah. get away with it. Yeah, that was my experience with the things they carried all seven times it was assigned to me in college. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I was going to say that... I barely uh, read it the first time. Because I know I wasn't going to make it, um, I and I was really frustrating myself trying to rush through, I just kind of took it, took it back and just played it at my own pace, and now I'm having a lot more fun. I'm not caught up, but I've done a lot of stuff on the side that it reminds me of why I really like Zelda games. It's the... Mm-hmm. The wandering around and finding yeah. little heart pieces yep. or little jewels or talking to people. It's those little things like that, like that every Zelda game has those. And I really like that a lot in this one. But that was, I, I wanted to say, I have, I'm, only, I'm still having to beat the first dungeon. I'm in there. 
I'm trying, and I'm more than happy. You know, don't hold back on my account. I've come to this knowing I'm going to get dealt. But um, I wanted to start off the kind of discussion beyond that with um, how is everyone playing the game? So I'm playing it. I bought it on Virtual Console because my N64, I mean, I don't have it for N64. How are you playing it, Liz? I am playing it on an N64. I'm using, I'll tell you the whole setup. I have my N64 plugged directly into the TV, and the N64 is on the floor pulled out about three feet from the TV, and then I'm on a chair with the cord, like, way back with me holding the controller up because I forgot there was a time before wireless controllers, and it's pretty <laughs> hard. I'm, like, right over a major artery of the house's walkway, so... So you're right in the way. Mm-hmm. And I have my, uh, my third-party Mad Cats expansion pack Ooh. in 64, I believe. It's blue, it's not red, so that's how you know I got a piece of crap. Wow, they made third-party expansion packs? I believe so, because... Memory packs are like the little four megabytes of extra memory pack. The four megabytes thing. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they were red, but if if memory serves, I went to buy Perfect Dark, and like I was with my dad at Best Buy, and he's like, don't you need one of these things? And he just grabbed one off the shelf, and I was like, yeah, that looks like it. Oh, no. Parents, oh, they do it wrong again. (laughs) Parents just don't understand. I think I told my dad to watch this now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just told, no, my mom probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. I, mine, I was I, with them. I could have had the veto, but I didn't. I got the legit one in uh, the Rogue Squadron game that came out. It like came bundled with it, as so mm. many things Nintendo World does. So Okay, so you're playing middle of your house, on the floor, in the major artery with the actual... <laughs> is it because your couch is too far away for the cord to reach all the way back there? The couch is way too far away. I have a nice leather chair that is like right, right in the right vicinity that works. But the couch is That's just that. Funny, never... but how much things have changed in just that short of a time? Okay, so Crystal, yeah. how are you playing? Uh, playing the game. Uh, I have all three versions, but for this one, wow. I'm using my VSA. So okay, virtual console. Okay, Kevin, how are you rocking it? I'm doing it old school, man. N64, great controller, completely busted stick. I'm doing oh, no. the clear purple controller with that's got a little bit of dust and grime around the stick. That's how you know yeah. it's, how it yeah. works really well. That's how you know somebody yeah, yeah. plays a Mario Party on that. This controller is OG. This controller's been through Mario Party with me. Yeah. So Oh, so it has like the really, really loose I, analog because you've rotated it so much. Yeah, where you kind of tap it and it jiggles. Yeah. It is not as bad as my old PS2 controller that I used for Shadow of the Colossus. So <laughs> I still feel like I have so much more control right now. Uh, okay, so maybe this question I had to follow that up will only be for Crystal because everyone else is still playing at N64. Crystal, how is the experience changing now playing on Virtual Console versus playing it for on the N64? Well, the first problem I never had with my N64 is that my Wii decided to crash in the middle of Snowhead Temple. <laughs> and that wasn't very exciting. No, well, that sucks, man. Okay. Uh, what about like the controls? Because that's something we were talking about a little bit before the cast, and I saw Fish Sticks commented on there because Liz was making fun of me that I have died in the game probably several times, and I attribute most of those deaths um, to either falling into the water and drowning, which that's just my fault, but it's still really annoying. But two is is the um, that the they don't remap the plastic Wii controller buttons to what they have up in the corner, you know, of, like, this is the C button. So I, like, half the time don't know which button is the actual attack, and I will put on my Deku mask, like, and take it off and put it on about four times before I get to the ocarina that I meant to hit. Do you pronounce it Deku? Deku. Yeah, that's how I say it. What are you other? You Deku? Ca- De- I, I, Deku. De- I, Deku. I went with I Deku. 
Deku. I don't usually say the word out loud. I usually just think of it as that plant guy in my head. <laughs> now I feel like a jerk. A squeaky thing. I always say Deku. I feel like we're going to get to the next temple and you guys will be like, yes, I got the Goron mask. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, shoot. No, it's Goron. Rhymes with moron. Deku. Is there, is, yeah. So is Falk agreeing with me that I'm saying it the right way? Because if so, high five. Deku, no, yeah. Admit, it's totally Deku. Yeah, if you say like yes. Deku, with a high five, bro. Okay. Uh, wait, that totally took me off the tangent. What were we talking about? Oh yeah. So how controls? Is it, how is it changing? Yeah. How are the controls for you, Crystal? Uh, I'm using the GameCube controller, and concerning that the last Zelda console I played was the Wind Waker, I keep thinking the C stick is the camera, oh, no. and I am totally wrong about that. Is. Okay, so do you have the classic controller? Because, I mean, I w if you would do me a favor and just try playing it on there and tell me between the two if you like either one better and let me know because if it's better on either one, I'm going to I'm gonna switch because I'm that's kind of annoying, but I'm, I'll probably pick it up eventually, I think. Yeah, I have the classic controller. I can give you a heads up on how that feels. And... Yeah. Okay, so that was the, you know, I wanted to see how everyone's playing it. I think, is anyone out there in the chat playing it on emulator? Um, on actual, like, on your computer? Because I'd be curious to see how well that runs. Have they done texture re uh, texture packs for that game, or was it just Ocarina that somebody did the real ambitious project? Oh, where like, they, like, do high-res? Did yeah. someone really do that? You know, I'm not sure. Awesome. Somebody's done that for Ocarina, and I think somebody did it for Wind Waker, too. Yeah, I've seen some really nice screenshots but... of that. That'd be kind of yeah. cool to see. I'd like to see like a screenshot. I'm gonna have to look that up after this. Yeah, I'll I'll sh hook you up with some. It's like they made Ocarina look real good. There was also a project going on for a while to do a 2D Ocarina of Time, like with the link to the past okay. sheets. But yeah, yeah, Garrett, I can hook you up with the uh, Wind Waker screenshots. Or as a Lobo calls it, Suckerina of Time. <laughs> Very cool way to take oh, a one of my favorite games <laughs> from my childhood. But okay. I guess it was owed to me. Um, yeah, you did rip one on Shadow of the Colossus. So, uh, I guess I can answer my own question, because I think I'm the only one who this is the first time they played the game then, so mm -hmm. we can move beyond that one. Um, but everyone else, how many times, like, is this your second playthrough total? Like, Liz, have you played it through multiple times? This is my second. I played it once ten years ago, and, okay. uh... Moving you, on to something else, I guess. Are you finding, like, oh, I remember this, or, oh, wow, I don't remember at all this happening, and it's, like, a new experience? Uh, I remember a fair bit of it, but there's little, like, I don't remember certain aspects of it. Like, I went to do the, uh, the Bremen mask side quest where you go get the bunny hood and you march the little chicks around. I did not remember <laughs> that those little chicks are numerous and you are slow moving when you march. And it is like a slap in the face for getting that fast bunny hood. <laughs> Or you were just like plodding around like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but it sounds oh, you'll hilarious. Know. The bunny hood's you'll... great. I do know yeah. the bunny hood because my brother, I was proxy to him playing through it when it first came out. He bought it and played it, and I watched him play, and I was like, this game looks way too much like collecting things. This takes freaking forever. And yeah. on top of that, he had that cool bunny hood. I was like, okay, I would have taken that back in Ocarina time. That and you could get the bunny hood in the first one, right? But it didn't do anything, or did it? Yeah, it was purely ornamental. Okay, it didn't actually make you go faster. No. Okay. Yeah, the only masks... I think the only thing masks did in Ocarina was prompt dialogue. Aside from the Mask of Truth. And finish some side quests. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so then my other one is... Um, and this will be for 
everyone can answer this question. It'll be, so compared to Shadow of the Colossus, not is this game better or worse, but how has your experience been playing through it? Like, do you find that you're more excited about it? Are you still as interested? Is there a lot of hype built up around it? You know, because I think now this will be an interesting comparison we can start making among the various games we decide to play. How is the experience starting to emerge compared to the other one? Like, for me, this is still starting off in the same zone of interest, and I'm still having a really good time, like, I, when I started on Shadow of the Colossus. So I'm really hoping that it continues upward instead of just, you know, crashing and burning, mm-hmm. kind of how Shadow of the Colossus did for me. But Liz, let's start off. I mean, how is the, the difference for you? Um, I'm going to drop some real talk right now since we're on to week <laughs> two of the game club or we're on to the second segment so yeah. i can be i can be real with you about the first segment the last colossus i played was six <laughs> you, you literally watch the, the videos for all of them from six and okay. on and I, you're giving me a hard time for not even catching up i thought you did 10.5 colossi no, that was a, the best lies are the ones that have a certain degree of truth to them. So that's why you say oh, I didn't right. get to the last one and I watched a video for it. When you really watched a video for all of them, <laughs> what happened was I got to six and I had to get up to start making dinner. I was like, this game is garbage, Matt. I need you to be a ringer for me. <laughs> it's okay. And so Matt sits down and he plays seven and eight and he's like, don't even bother. This game is trash. It is garbage. I don't want you playing it again. It's so oh, crap. No. I, I was like, on your fake internet homework, like <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> But you know what? Like, I I, I feel so free that I got that out because Majora's Mask. You're not going to hell now. I'm not going to hell now. No, I'm going to do a couple hail Hail marys and get the beads out. Even a snowflake is a speck of dirt at the center. I love how like half the chat room is super happy about what you said, Liz, and the other half feels betrayed. (laughs) (laughs) That is terrible. Well, I still got all the way up to the last one and quit, so you can guys can be happy about that if that. Yeah. I even I thought about downloading a save to do the third week, but then I was just like, ah, it's so stupid. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. I, you know, so, the, you know. I, it's obviously a very different experience since you're actually Separate participating in it instead of just watching. It started, yeah, it started out slow. Like when I was doing the Deku section, like the stealth part where it's kind of like oh, your solid kind snake. Of annoying, right? Seriously? I'm not the only one who kind of found that. I- um, I actually kind of like the Deku Palace. I like the the Ocarina version that better. I don't like the stealth part of that because it's I don't know. I I liked how it did feel kind of Metal Gear like in the Ocarina of Time, whereas this mm-hmm. one, it's just I can see where they're gonna well, look and yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing is in um, Metal Gear Solid Two, which is the last one I played, you could see where they're because you had the radar and you know whatever. And yeah. then I've been playing uh, three. Which is like my go-to game when I'm done with uh, – because I was done uh, this part of Majora's Mask by Monday. So I'm right. like, okay, I'll pop in Metal Gear for a bit and play it. And Metal Gear 3 is just – it's kicking my ass because I don't know where these guys are looking. I don't know where I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. There's this camouflage and this other stuff. And you know, not to get off topic or anything, but it's really bothering me. So the bit in the Deku Palace, I really feel it's just Refreshing. long enough to bother you, but it's short enough to be refreshing. Yeah, exactly. It is okay. short. I'll give you and that. You more. There's a heart piece back there. Yeah, you don't even need to get, get that heart piece. I just skipped it entirely. Or if you want, you can fall down into the area with the heart piece once you get to the um, the flower part. Um, I noticed that, that later. I felt like it wasn't worth it, though. It's easier to run in than to have to go back and then like go to the bean area, which was like, ugh. 
again. Well, I kind of cheat through it this time. Is the other thing I use the bunny hood and just. You know, <laughs> but yeah, to answer the uh, to answer the question from five minutes ago, or <laughs> we so often do in this podcast, we get off topic. It started out slow, and I wasn't sure how I was going to like it a second time, but somewhere in the Woodfall Temple where I started going after the Stray Fairies, which I hadn't done in my first playthrough, it came back to me how much I liked this game, and how I liked the puzzle aspects when you're not fighting stuff, but when you're stopping and looking around a room and using all of your different items and thinking... Really? That kind of side stuff? Yes. That's what's good about this game. The temples are okay. There's too few of them, and... But the, the stuff that makes you think is the stuff that makes this game superlative. And it's especially because it's not just that, you know, there's a side quest and you can do it and whatever. There's the time element. It's always just in the back yeah. of your mind. I got to get this done. I got to get that piece of heart before the yeah. second day. Because yeah. I, I started – one thing I've been doing this time is – this is my third time, by the way. Um, I was in the same boat as Liz until 2008. And then I went back and played the game for the first time in eight years. So this is my third time. And I've been trying to do, like, multiple uh, bomber notebook things all at once. So there was a point where I was uh, almost through the stealth section. And I wanted to go back to town to talk to Anju because I was doing that side quest to try and get the Keaton mask. And I had some other piece of heart somewhere that I was like laying the groundwork for. So I had three different things going on at once and I'm like, I gotta do this, that, the other thing. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty like, this has really been stressful for me the whole time element. Cause first up, I didn't know you could slow down time and That's big help. any of that stuff. So, I mean, I was like the, when I was just playing it as fast as I could, I didn't know any of that stuff. So I was going right through and, Oh my gosh! It's just all the time. Okay, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. Oh, oh my gosh! Should I should I restart? Should I go back? And that was and I right now I'm not finding that fun. <laughs> I'm finding that to be really stressful. Now that I know I can slow it down, yeah. it makes it super easy. But I'm like, hmm, I feel like I've lost something from that. You know, like you know, I'm gonna actually uh, for people, I'm gonna cut you off for just a sec. For people who are listening to this podcast or watching us on Ustream and who like haven't caught the thread for any reason, the most important thing you can do in this game, you can slow down time like more than fifty percent or fifty percent or something by playing it's the like song of time backwards. So yeah. that is like if it's your first time through the game, like Gareth's case, absolutely do that. I still do that for dungeons. It's it's really a huge help. Is there so uh, there's one that makes it skip ahead twelve hours or do double time? Storm of double time, yeah. Double time skips you ahead twelve hours. Okay, so there isn't one that like just makes time go faster. Just no. okay. Yeah, it just skips time ahead to like the evening or the de- uh, the day or the evening. Right, okay. that's what I thought. So now, while I find the time element to be quite stressful, I do like the whole back to the feature and the paradox elements to it because there's that hundred rupee chest in the bomber's cave that you can get like every time you restart the game. You guys know what I'm talking about? So and you put go, bank. Yeah, yeah, and you can go put it in your bank every time. I'm like, okay, I kind of like that, but then I dislike how you have to keep going to get that um, the moon tier thing that falls out of the sky and keep doing the same exact thing of go and hand it to... The dude who wants it, and he gives you the little deed to the thing, and then you have to give that deed to different people to get different things. That I find to be quite annoying. Where you're How doing the exact times same have thing. You done that? I've done that. You only twice. need to do it twice. Yeah, you only yeah. need to do it twice. The first time, and then for the side quest. Are you sure? Yeah. No, there's the first time. There's to get the heart piece out of the bathroom in um, 
the the inn. You can use any piece you can of use paper. Any piece of paper. Yeah. Oh, I was under the impression Andrew's you love had letter. Bye. Oh, In fact, okay. I did that on the first three day cycle. You can do that um, before you even get your ocarina back. Mm-hmm. You have to oh, hurry. That's but you can what do I do it. too. Uh, so Are there I any other pieces of paper aside from the title deeds, or is that the only one you can use? For? The letters you get from like Andrew and Cafe. Uh, you can give them to the doodle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, well that's my uh-huh. fault. And then I used it to upgrade the, or to give the to the guy out by um the boat rides, and then to get the heart piece on top of the uh the boat. Yeah, rides. the way that the side quest, place. the way the side quest works, Garrett, I will tell you, is that there are five, counting the one in Clocktown, of the Deku Scrubs who are selling up their property for whatever reason, like some crazy Monopoly BS. So the way to do it is wait till you have access to all five of them and then go around in one three-day cycle and get the heart pieces from the four of them. So that you can get an entire heart container from that side quest, which is for the amount of effort you have to put in, very easy heart container. Yeah, now that I've decided not to worry about the deadlines, I'm, like, going through and getting heart pieces and mm-hmm. getting some masks here and there. And while I know I'm not going to be caught up all the time, I'm just having a lot more fun because I've got... That's I, like, the way to do it. I did, like, that little dance, like, with the the two Rosa girls. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, that one's pretty yeah. easy. And it just, yeah, I just like that whole thing. Like, Link's little, like, his anime... Yeah, he's, like, all kind of doing the goofy little dance. And it's like... <laughs> that was just such a, a surreal moment in the Zelda series to see Link just getting down. Link does do some surreal this crap. This game is pretty surreal. It is. Like, when you change uh, phases, like, or you put the different masks on and, and you, you watch freak that. freak out. Ah, right. yeah, I actually wrote that in my notes. I was like, man, the, the changing to the Deku thing is pretty gruesome. And that's mm-hmm. a discussion we could we could have now about just the overall tone and the darkness of the game. Um, I, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily find I enjoy it more, but I really like the um, that the Skull Kid is kind of this... Not a pure evil, but like a tainted evil or tainted good. I find that a far more interesting story because, like, they do that little cutscene really early on where they show the tree that has like the little etching on it, and they show yep. like the little fairies and how they used to be and they used to be best friends. And right. I really, I'd, I'm, I'm a sucker for the archetype of the fallen hero, and I really like that the Skull Kid is this not a hero, but you know, he's the fallen good, and now he's become the evil. I, I it's enjoy chaotic evil. Yeah. They call that. I think that's right. You're the DM. You yeah, I want to say I should know that, shouldn't I? But no, I really I, like I liked that. werewolves. So. Yeah. But then, I mean, what do you guys think in terms of the Dude, tone? Like, I mean, that's something I noticed that's kind of dark. Um, what do you guys think about the overall feel of Majora's Mask? Oh, Kevin, I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. It, you know, not only it, – if it seems dark to you now, uh, all I can say is just wait because right. there's some stuff later on in the game that you're going to see. It's just going to blow your mind. The stuff in Akana is pretty screwed up if I remember. Well, I mean, just like the first time you play through the the full cycle, and you have to wait for that door to open, and the people there, like the change, like the music changes, like the kind of direness, yep. like the people getting out of town, like the, Dude, the way the town just empties right out. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is later on, you're gonna be able to find those people and where they've gone in the areas they're in and talk to them and just be like, some of them are like, well, maybe we'll live through this. And some of them are just like, we're dead. We're screwed. Yeah. And and just, I always saw that as like some... But that doesn't happen cycle. until next week, so I didn't want to get right, right into it. No, I mean, it, but it still goes along with the tone of the game. But uh, what were you saying, Crystal, about kind of the tone? Uh, I've played like practically almost every Zelda game, and this is by far the most atmospheric and dark Zelda game they've made. Hmm. I wonder if it's because they're like, well, you can always reset back three days and everything will be happy again. 
that because I really feel like a lot of the times in Zelda games they're so um, you know cartoony about any sort of uh, violence or dark themes like they kind of always end it with a smile they do something to make it different but this one is just really uh, just so much darker but I don't know Uh, any final thoughts on tone it's dark and good like they did it right on like when they did Twilight Princess and it was like they tried to make it dark but their vision then they messed it up halfway yeah, mm. it's like, let's use a lot of army green and brown and bloom, and that'll really get through to people. Like, that's not and how stick dark... this stupid imp on top of a wolf. That's scary, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. let's make a furry game. That'll be great. <laughs> so, uh, without spoiling the game, like, uh, Kevin, why is this Why is this one of maybe your... Is it one of your favorite games, Majora's Mask? You know, it's not really. I kind of... When I play Majora's Mask, I think... This must be how other people feel when they play Earthbound because I just – I it, like it's on the fringe of my knowledge and I know about the game mm. but I don't – it's not like it, – I wouldn't put it in my top ten. You know, It wouldn't just occur okay. to me to say Majora's Mask is so great. You know, right. yeah. um, It's really – and the other thing, of course, being part of a huge established franchise line, uh, you really notice the differences and where they tweaked the formula yeah. and stuff. Uh, especially because, like, I feel like they reuse so much from Ocarina, like <laughs> textures. I mean, just tons yeah. of everything. I, I it's, always it's wonder. Like, it, it, you know how it feels to go from the original Smash Brothers to Smash Brothers Melee, and you're like, oh wow, this is exactly what I wish they would have done with the first one. Mm-hmm. It sort of feels like that with Ocarina because you recognize the astronomer dude is just some dude who was walking around in Kakariko Village there. Yeah. And Angie oh, was yeah. the cuckoo owner, and now she's like this huge, important yep. side quest all to herself. And you sort of feel like these are the real versions of, of these people. people. Yeah. And the ones in Ocarina are just copies. They're, they're Xeroxes of themselves. It feels like that was. Yeah, I believe it was said that um, they reused character models just so they could focus on their personalities. Mm-hmm. And that's a smart decision. Yeah, I thought they it's true. That's why they, they did that for Final Fantasy X too, because they wanted to focus on the personalities <laughs> and day pop concerts. They wanted to focus on the dressing up, which is yeah. really what everyone wanted to do in that game. So, Crystal, this is one of your favorite games, right? Majora. Yeah, you thought I loved Shadow of the Colossus well, Majora's Mask is even more loved. <laughs> okay, so why, without spoiling it, I mean, why is this one of your favorite games? Well, I've always loved Zelda games, and then when this came out, it was like, wow, this is basically all the core essentials, but so much more. Like, I love the emotionality and the atmosphere. It really added to, like, the whole package of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Skull Kid, as Griff mentions in the chat room. Yeah, you have that, uh, that statue must have cost you a pretty penny. Ah, uh, yeah, like a hundred dollars. <laughs> you have a Skull Kid statue? She does. It's like twelve inches or something, right? Because I'm a fangirl. That is why. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, okay, I'm not gonna ever. I mean, I have like two little uh, Castle Crasher guys over here. I'm not gonna get be you know. Oh, you're a nerd, but yeah. no. I, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me. So, Liz, this is one of your favorite games, right? I mean, you've been pimping the crap out of this for. I have been every pimping. podcast we do. I've been pimping Majora's Mask because I really, I thought you would enjoy it, and I thought it was a very different game from Shadows of the Colossus while still being in a similar genre. Like, technically, they are both adventure games, like, in the vaguest sense of the word, but I feel like 
it's a good complement to Shadows of the Colossus because Shadows of the Colossus is like Minimal. bare bones, you and the it's horse. The Philip Glass of uh, yeah, and the, of and the monsters. <laughs> and this is all about the people and the interactions. This is like the wire of games. It's all about the people and the community. Uh, that's pretty good. All right, so pre season four, right? Yeah. yeah. This is like season yeah. four, the wire. Lots of little kids. So one thing, speaking of little kids. The little bomber's nice. notebook part, I thought that was, I don't know why, of all the things in the game that I was like, that's adorable. I, I just thought that was just the cutest thing ever, the dialogue when they're like, okay, so now we're going to give you this book, and you should just do things that are nicer people, because it's going to make them happy. And you know what? We're going to get you some happy stickers for that. Yeah, happy stickers. <laughs> I was the like, sure, you get some that, rewards, but the important thing is, is making ha- people happy. Yeah, and I was just like. That's just such a. It was really cute, but I was just of all the things that made me laugh. I was like, I what, thought that was kind of funny. What's really really cute is when you're a Deku and they're like, no, you can't join. Yeah, like yeah, no said, scrubs. Those oh. kids are racist. I agree. I was like, wow. So first you're like, let's make people happy, unless they're the Deku kids. They're Deku and then They can go uh, into special camps. Which is odd because you get stickers for at least one Zora that I can think of. If you go back, like, I, I assume the answer is what I think it is, but if you go back to the first day and immediately turn into, like, a Zora or a Goron and try and join the club, are they just like, no, you can't join our club, screw off? You're too old, you're an adult. You're not, oh. kids only. But uh, not Deku kids, just, just... I don't just get kids. why they mistake you for other people. Like, you clearly just look like a Goron with a green hat and slippers on. <laughs> well, and, and you like, also kind of walk out of the like, like they just see some human kid goes in, and then holy moly, Darmani just walked out of his own yeah. grave, you know? Or like I when I go to the potion shop, and Obviously, she's like, oh, I don't sell the scrubs. Yeah. And then she'll sell to me. And I take my mask I off. I forgive them, because apparently most of them don't notice that the moon has a face on it. <laughs> this is true. You know, they're like, the moon seems to okay. be falling. <laughs> now, unless it's going to spoil it for me, don't tell me, but do they ever explain the face on the moon? Uh, Not exactly. Okay. No, there's there, there is inside the moon. There is a point. Shh, yes. Spoilers, Jesus. Well, it's got a big mouth, so clearly, like, it's. I'm not saying like the nation of Cocoon is inside the moon or anything. <laughs> Spoilers, jeez. Oh, you guys. Okay. It is actually Cocoon. This is a prequel of Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's actually also Bowser is the main villain. Is that actually yeah. Sin? Final Fantasy Ten. He's coming down, and we have to find a team to to wish him away. Yeah, you actually have to sacrifice your horse to be the next sin, and you have to solve <laughs> it. It's it's awful. It's very traumatic. No, she's just she's lying to spare your feelings. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's Unicron from the Transformers movie. It's actually it's, Michael Bay. Is the movie. It's, it's yeah. Michael Bay. It's Michael He's Bay. eating. He eats planets and towns to no, come. No, no. I mean, then Bruce Willis is going to come in at the end, and they're going to drill a hole into the moon, and it's going to mm-hmm. save us. Okay. And at the yeah, end, he's like hanging Michael onto the Bay. building with like its arm, and then like its its watch falls off, and it's like ah, it's great. Okay. That tangent's run it. Kevin brings <laughs> back. Can I can I throw? Uh, let me throw this one out here. Did anybody besides me um, just spend an entire day standing in town so that they could watch the scene where the moon crashes? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I can't do that. that. A- I don't like watching the moon See, crash. I love watching it crash. It's so bad. I've done it's, that. It's really good, but it's really bad at the same time. I because think I've it's like done massive it. explosions just flying in the air and wall of fire. But at the same time, I kind of wish there was more people screaming and like running away and stuff. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. 
Yeah, I've yeah. done it in one playthrough and I felt really miserable about it. I'm like, I didn't save these people. Yeah. Like, for side quests where you even have to stay well, for the last six hours, like, I hate being around for that. With the music, the music's really good. I but... back in time. Because I always feel like, you know in Groundhog Day, which is the obvious comparison here, where That's Bill Murray's like, ever. he has to do every single thing right in <laughs> yeah. one day. Yeah, the perfect run. That he can mm-hmm. find, yeah, exactly. I always feel like I want to be able to do that. I want to do um, the Andrew stuff and the Bomb Bag stuff, which you can't even do on the same three-day cycle. And I want right. to do um, all of the temples, or at least all the bosses, so that um, everybody's safe in their respected areas. And I want to do like everything, the perfect run on one three-day cycle. And you just can't. It's well, impossible. You can't. So you're just always like letting Bill, somebody down. Just like Bill Murray learned, you can't bring people back from the dead. Remember? He tried to save that old dude old so many oh, times. Oh, that's true, eh? You gotta let the old guy die. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let him die. Okay. But he did give the dude the Heimlich maneuver, and he saved the kid from falling out of the tree, and he gave that piano woman $1,000 for That kid classics. was kind of a brat. That kid deserved right. to get hit that by a That kid never thanked him, not once. No. Yeah. He's, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, though... Um, that I just watched that like two weeks ago. Overall, to kind of bring us back towards <laughs> Zelda here, is that one of the things that I know Liz says it's a collect-a-thon... I'm still wondering if I'm going to find that to be fun or if I'm going to find that to be really annoying later because I usually like Zelda because of all the different dungeons and the kind of big boss battles. And I'm just wondering, like, am I going to find having to get all these masks and do all these side quests to get annoying after a while or if it's actually going to be fun? And I think, you know, Liz, that's one of the reasons you like the game, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The Collectathon is fun because... It's not like some Donkey Kong 64 crap where it's like, here's a camera, take pictures of banana birds and fairies, and, like, go. It's, it's <laughs> you collect things through the interactions with the people. Like, there are going to be side quests in this that you spend so much time with different people throughout the three days where, like, you're bummed out that, like, or they decide to stick around the town or... Like you, they, you find out that their kids are dead, or something happened to their parents, and the items are almost secondary. You end up collecting the items so that you can experience the interaction with the people. Hmm. Okay. The only other note I had before I'm gonna let you guys go on about what you want to talk about is that the little telescope in town, or the huge telescope outside of town, and going back in there and kind of looking around at stuff. I, I thought that was just a really clever game mechanic where you can use that to, like, look around and find things that if you use it, the telescope in the right way will open stuff up. Like, or if you follow the the flying Deku plant guy yeah. where he lands and you can go get a heart piece there. I was like, oh, that's... I don't know. I like that. And I, as a kid, I probably would have spent about that. a lot of time just looking out that little... the glass there and just looking around. Because I remember when I played Link's Awakening... I tried to uncover as much of that map as possible. So I wanted to know where everything was, and I felt yeah. like this would have been a really cool thing. As a you wanted to get every single square open. Yeah, because yeah. what's going to be there? You know, I mean, you find all the little shells in Link's Awakening, and you get the special powered-up sword, and there's all kinds yeah. of good stuff. But you know, that's about all I have. I mean, I'm still trying to catch up to you guys, so I, where do you guys want to take this discussion? Well, how far did you get, Garrett? I got through... I'm in the first dungeon. I have... Not even gotten, like, whatever the weapon is you get from that dungeon yet. Oh, jeez. Okay, so you're pretty far back. See, I wanted yeah. to rant about Snowhead. Oh, no, go ahead and... Go! So, yeah, I, I don't worry about me. That's how let me, let me I don't know why I hate saying, Snowhead so much. Wait, <laughs> let's talk about Kevin. How about, like, I'll take over as moderator here since go I understand Garrett's predicament. First of all, Yeah. what were your experiences leading up to and going through Woodfall? Oh, Woodfall just 
um, Remember, we had that this week, too. Perfectly fit Blue, dungeon. I mean, water. this is what I was going to go to. Let me say, Snowhead is, in fact, pretty easy. Snowhead itself, the dungeon, fantastic. I have no problem with Snowhead itself. The stuff leading up to Snowhead, and this was my experience the first time I played the game, is leading up to Woodfall, you've got you to do all the three-day stuff to get your ocarina back, but then you get into the swamp, and you've got to rescue the witch from the Lost Woods, and then you got to do the Metal Gear stuff in the Deku Palace. Then you got to do the jumping from mushroom to mushroom, and, like, it feels like there's all this stuff before you do the dungeon. It's not too complicated, but it's there. And you get a little bit of a sense, like, it's going to take a little more work, a little more trouble to get to the dungeons in this game than it did in Ocarina of Time. And, you know, you keep moving forward, and eventually you get there. And then by the time you get there, you sort of appreciate it a little more. Like, I really worked to get to this. Yeah. And then with Snowhead, that's all gone. All you do to get to Snowhead is um, knock down some ice and then do a couple of fetch quests. And then you're right into Snowhead. And so that really ruins, I feel, the pace of the rest of the game and the feeling that they were trying to set up. Because then for the other two, not to spoil too much for the stuff we haven't even got to yet in our schedule, but you really feel like, when am I going to show up at this area when am i going to show up you get to snowhead and you feel like here's this classic zelda dungeon spelunking whatever that i'm used to where are my keys where are my items all that mm-hmm. and really all they need to do i think they should have added extra stuff in the cave with the lens of truth they're just a couple of extra fights maybe sort of a weird block puzzle with invisible stuff so that it was more than just hop across this expanse and get the thing There should have been more work put into it um, and just to make you feel like each area is its own area and it's more than just the dungeon. It's the whole section around it. And I really feel they dropped the ball on Snowhead. Yeah. I feel like there should have been something more like the bottom of the well in Ocarina. Yeah, or the ice cave where you got the the boots or the Deku Palace or the the Gerudo Camp, which we haven't gotten to yet, or the... uh, cave full of mummies, which we haven't gotten to yet, you know? All now, of that's kind of side quests to get to Stone Tower Temple, they're a bit much. They're a little long. Well, I feel yeah, like but by then you're at the end of the game. And I don't think you'd feel like it was a little long if they'd been building up towards that kind of length in the preamble, which they don't because they wreck the preamble of Snowhead. You know, yeah, I completely agree with that. Hmm? I completely Falk agree with that, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying, but Falk makes a legitimate point here in the chat room that uh, Snowhead is the only area where there's stuff to do after you beat the temple, and I'm inclined to agree mm-hmm. with that, where there's the Goron races, and that's where you're going to get your sword tempered. So I think they keep the beginning from being too front-heavy, because you're going to have to go kill that boss a couple times, because you're not exactly going to be mm-hmm. grabbing that sword in that three-day cycle. That can't happen. That well, can't, right? You need two might, If you were super fast with the temple. And did it yeah, you need to have it done by the first point. day in order to get yeah. that sword. Yeah, I it, guess it would be tough, you but you might, you might. And then the, you'd have to do the Goron race like immaculately. You'd have to one shot it. Which let's not talk about but, that. I mean, there's, <laughs> stuff, there's stuff after the swamp. There's stuff after Woodfall. You got to do the Butler Cave with the Mask of Sense, which is pretty darn That's tough. That's the dick, though. That's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't think the Goron races were very much fun the first time I did them either, and I didn't have the full magic bar upgrade. So mm. I had this squeaky little magic bar, and it would always run out before I won the race. Yeah, I had that issue, too, because I didn't collect any of the fairies the first time through. 
And Tox's right, the Goron race does cheat. They do rubber band around. Like, it's it's a crappy racing game. It's, it's like you're playing a lot of Mario Kart, except with all Bowsers as your opponents. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame, because I think, Garrett, you haven't gotten to this, but the mechanic of rolling around as a Goron when you get to high speed, I think is like one of the best movement mechanics in not only a Zelda game, but just any adventure game I've ever played. It is it so is really well fun. Especially when you can unlock infinite magic, and so you can just roll for eternity. I used to spend, like, a big chunks of time just rolling in a circle around terminal fields. Yeah, ramps. with all those little ramps they have. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy fun. And, and you get like, to the south end, you can jump over the log, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and rolling around Snowhead, as tedious as it could be when you fell down stuff at first glance, is fun. Like, when you kind of catch up speed on the snow where you're stuck in it a little bit. They challenge you. It's interesting. And that boss fight is so good. The goat fight. Oh, Stupid yeah, theme, great boss. fight. Is this the one that they're calling in here? It was like Goten or something? It's just G-O-H-T. Yeah, it's goat it's a big cow. Yeah. So explain to me this fight. Like, what does it look like? Is it a big goat? Well, you're a Goron and you're rolling. And then there's a big mechanical bull. They should have called him, like, Bull with an H. Bull. And, but, but, so bad. he's running ahead of you, and he's, sh- like, shooting electricity back at you because he's mm-hmm. mechanical. And so you it's just circular track. Him, You're going around in a circle. And you can hit him in the legs, or you can hit these jumps and then knock him down, and then you can punch him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he starts throwing bombs, and stuff starts falling from the ceiling as you damage him more. And it's just a lot of silly fun. It is. Yeah, because when you're at it's... high speed, the spikes come out, so you can really, like, nail them with damage there. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it gets progressively harder as it goes on, which it, it's, like, an actual progression, not something like uh, Morpha, for example, in Ocarina of Time, where it's, like, phase one, one yeah. tentacle, phase two, two tentacles, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, it adds it's a little like, bit each time. You know the King Dodongo fight from Ocarina of Time? Imagine yeah. that, but you have a motorcycle. That's the fight. <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. your King Dodonga. Yes. Ow. Boom. Yeah. And you're just barfing bombs. That's a, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. I uh, I don't have bombs yet, and I'm two temples oh, in. Wow, I have bombs. What? what are you not... going to get bombs? Do you buy them? You can buy them right away from the You can buy them, but that's the stupid way, because I bought I, them. I went later... to buy them. You can save that old lady from getting jacked by the guy, and then you get, and the, get bombs. the bigger bombs. They're bigger oh, yeah. bombs. See, I went to... Okay, when you buy them in West Clocktown, you get a bag with them? Because I went to buy bombs from the Goron. I had been asked, how did I finish Snowhead without bombs? I told myself when I saved the old lady, I'm just going to use the blast mask. Oh, I'm going right. to handicap myself that by suicide bombing myself. Really? I thought, <laughs> to be honest, that is pretty hardcore. But the blast mask, if you, I was, just, my brother was saying, you hold down your shield, it doesn't take any damage when you do it. Ah, oh, son really? of a bitch. That's what I was doing. I had no I idea, but I yeah, like Falk the says the same damage. thing. I'm sure there are like, parts where you actually have to throw bombs over, though, so. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to need bombs eventually. So, all right, I'll go to the, do I need to save the lady, or are they always in the store? They're always in the store. Okay. No, 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 save How the lady the and you get the blast mask. One. I forget, because, I mean, I you have it. You get the blast mask as yeah, soon as you the save the old lady. Oh, the, you okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, she sells the bigger bomb bag in the bomb store right. for less money than you would have to buy it from the curiosity shop guy. All they right. sell it for 90 and the other guy sells it for 100 Right, so for Catan, to get the, the actual 
vent. It's like you have to be in North Town at midnight. Yeah, at midnight. And you'll see this like shady looking like pedophile guy in the corner just kinda like, Oh don't I'm not doing anything. I'm just hanging out over here. And you'll see the old lady come in and he goes after her and then you just go hit him with your sword and Mm -hmm. he runs off. I don't think you can catch him, but you I tried, I ran out of You can kill him if you shoot an arrow at him. But that's shows up a side quest later. Oh really? Well chasing him off screws up the side quest too, eh? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't you don't want to mess with him at all if you're doing that side quest. Mm. Okay, so you guys talked a lot about the second dungeon. What about the first dungeon's boss? Is that fun or not fun? Or that he's a weird dude. Well, he's he is a weird dude. I was I felt vaguely uncomfortable fighting him because mm. I was like, does anybody else kind of feel like he's a little bit racist? Maybe I feel, like, I don't know. I don't know. Not that he hates other races, but he reflects poorly on other races. <laughs> exactly. Yes, he <laughs> does. Seem clarify. More of a caricature than most Zelda bosses yeah. are. Yeah, he, he's yelling constantly. Like Matt came out of his office and he's like, "What are you doing in there?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I have to bring up. Somebody said in here something that was hilarious about. Oh, we were talking about ped- pedophiles. In uh, <laughs> the guy uh, James eight sixteen says, uh, "Everybody looks like a pedophile in Majora's Mask," and you know what? He is kind of right. He is kind of right. Happy mask salesman. Do you ever go to Honey and Darling's little bowling alley or whatever? Oh, you go in there, it's just a couple you have to go in there on each other. Times. And yeah. when you, once you win the heart piece from them, they're just like, how do we annoy this guy? Oh, I know. Let's make out some more. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, Garrett, there's a, uh, the pedophile thing. There's a side quest. Like, but when everybody talks about this game and the side quests that are good, there's one particular side quest that spans three days that is, like, is Majora's Mask, where you kind of, yeah. you help this one couple out, basically. So you work with, like, you're working with the guy, you're working with the girl, and then lots of little townspeople get involved. So that's, that is an interesting side quest. Well, and I was doing, also kind of pedophilia. To go on to the pedophile even further, the the mailman, like, when he goes to rest on his bed, and I, oh, what with, is like, he, the leg up or what whatever. is that about? It's just, like, having these weird spasms. And you're supposed to play the game, you have to get it exactly at 10 seconds. Yeah. And then he starts making you pay him for it. I'm like, I feel really dirty right now. Like, we're just, he's like, just wait 10 seconds, just wait. And then you can pay me. I'm almost you know, there, just wait. Something's about to happen in 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, this is a creepy. Yeah, that minigame, uh, that's doing yeah. pretty well in the thread. <laughs> so I saw, yeah, that a bunch yeah. of people got it. I was trying to cheat and use my iPhone um, stopwatch. Oh, I was going to do that. And it has not been working for me. But then, yeah, like Griff just said, you could if you wear the bunny hood, it shows a uh, clock while you do it. So I'm I was just going to wait until I got a bunny hood to but do it. Damn so. it, real men don't use the See, bunny hood. See, everybody's <laughs> taking pictures with the bunny, or everybody's taking pictures with it completed without the bunny hood with a cool statue in front of their TV. Oh, yeah, so I saw that. I Jerry, beauty. Yeah, I feel he, like I've got to bust out like all my Final Fantasy figures from the class <laughs> and have like Koron yeah, cycle over his head. Somebody had a um, uh, like a homemade uh, Majora's mask like pin. Papercraft. Papercraft. Paper paper okay, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It took me about eighty tries to get ten seconds before my game save disappeared. Wow, you spent a lot of money to watch that guy soon masturbate. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I have to edit the podcast. I might have to bleep that, but it's funny. Eighty <laughs> tries, so that's eighty eight hundred seconds. That's um... one hundred and sixty rupees. So that's uh, that's a math. 
Oh, wait, 160 rupees. I guess you'd have to have a larger like wallet by then. And a half minutes. Yeah. Although it's not too hard to get the larger wallet when you just keep resetting and getting that 100 rupee chest from the bombers, whatever they call it. There's also another 100 rupee chest if you go to the um, the little dude who's blocking the entrance to the um, the place there. The you know basically the, the uh, and you put part on part above the uh, and the exit to the eastern side of Clocktown. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you put on the bunny hood, you can run straight across the rooftops. Yep, you and can. awnings and stuff, and there's a treasure chest around the back that has a hundred. Yeah. Actually, Kevin, you can just roll, and then you can latch onto the other side. Yeah, that's the money maker. I remember doing oh, sure. that all the time. Roll, but who rolls, man? Rolling is <laughs> morons. You got to do the roll, Kids and then roll it's on the front wheel. Oh, also, did in the first in Ocarina of Time, did Link do this side jump thing? I don't think he did. Nope. No. Nope, they add that. Okay, I thought that was like, wow, when did he get so badass? What he is- looks like lightning in Final Fantasy thirteen, which I keep bringing up because it's <laughs> the worst in the Because you're obsessed with linear JRPGs. Boring How's that no town system working out for you? You get to the next save point yet? <laughs> yeah, because they were everywhere, bro. There's one every five feet. Save point the saving yes, system save in the Majora's You know what? You don't get to nail me to the cross for that because I think everyone in here can agree the save system for Majora's Mask is a little awkward. Yeah, so is it just the owls? That's the only way I found any way to save in the game. Owls and going I'm back playing the back. Song of Time to reset your 3 day counter. And then that's the owl isn't really a save. It's more like a pause. Yeah. Well, honestly, that goes right back to what I was saying about the, uh, the timer, the clock always being in the back of your mind. You're also always thinking, if I screw this up, like, especially when you get to the end of one of those big three-day quests, you're like, if I screw this up now, I have to go all the way back and do everything again, so I better yeah. not screw it up. That yeah. Quite and then you do anyway, stress. and then you hit yourself in the head and you try again, you know? But it, I think it works. For the what the game is, I think if you could save in any other fashion that allowed you to redo stuff, although apparently if you do an owl save, you can copy your file over to the second file there, and then you can get one redo out of that or something. Yeah, but that, that requires sounds... two free files. I mean, like, yeah, not the one you're lame. playing on and then a free one. Yeah, some of us have a file from ten years ago where you're named Fisheye because you love the androgynous fish dude from Sailor Moon so much. <laughs> I just named... Baby? Yeah, what'd you name your guy, Kevin? I just named... I. He's like Baxter... I just picked <laughs> random Dexter letters William. and like then a... sort of arranged them into something that sounded like a name. And so oh. there's a P and a J in there. Or something. I'll look it up for My you guys. My guy's just... Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. See, I always go with Link. I can't do anything else. I feel like it's disloyal Boo. to the franchise. Boo. Do you guys remember in Link's Awakening, like if you stole from that one Beef. place, they renamed you Thief? Thief. And then just to get but back to them, I made a save file just where I named him Thief. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Crystal, what'd you name your file or your guy? I always go with Link. Unless oh, I feel guys. like. <laughs> Maybe it's a woman thing where we feel compassion for the character. We connect with him. We don't want to change the name. I don't know. I, I well, really I tell you something true. The first time, the very first time I play any game, I always name him Kevin because I am egotistical. Oh, yeah. And then I think the second time I named him something bad at, like Frenzy or Razor or Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want like a name that's totally. I was like, you know, Stabber McGee. Mister Echo. Completely badass. Uh, you know, I always made me mad because my name is Garrett and it has a lot of letters. So a There's lot of enough games. There's room in this one. You get yeah, eight letters in this but game. Like, like Earthbound, no. 
I'd always yeah. have to cut off a bunch of letters to fit my name in there. That always made me mad. You got though. more than one character in there, named Ness Gare, and then Jeff can be It. <laughs> <laughs> name my name across the characters. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Why don't you just though. go with um, use short enough Atticus and just go with Addy? I've done that before. It's yeah. uh, yeah, it's okay. Okay, so back to Zelda here. Is there any other stuff you guys want to talk about before we start wrapping up here? Um, I'm having a good time. I'm glad we picked this game. I'm really yeah. enjoying myself. I finished yeah. it early and continued to go on and do stuff like side quests. So. Well, now that I've taken away the I have to be where we're going to be, I'm going to have a lot more fun with it. I know I'll yeah. always kind of be spoiled on what we're about to do, but I still find I'm I'm having a lot more fun. And I don't know if it's just because I like these kind of games more. I, I feel bad that I still couldn't enjoy Shadow of the Colossus as much I as I think I should have. But uh, I, I'm really having a good time with Majora's Mask in comparison to that. So <laughs> I don't have to drink heavily every time. So Yeah. You get to drink to celebrate. Yeah, it's, it's like, always a <laughs> excuse to drink. Yeah. Okay. Any other final thoughts here, Kevin? Do you have some I'm, final words? I'm just I'm looking forward to next week because I stopped as soon as I beat Snowhead, so I I get Goron races are coming up. Uh, all that stuff with the uh, the farm, the ranch there is all mm-hmm. coming up, and that's a really great part of the game. Sure. So I'm just I'm really excited. But this is one of those games that's just the further you get into it, the better and better it gets. I got a question for uh, Crystal and Kevin, since, Garrett, you're not going to know what this is, but sure. are you guys going to pick up the stone mask to do the Gerudo pirate area? Are you gonna... Yes, yes, that area Probably is... Probably will, yeah, just to get annoying. stones really quick. <laughs> I will, too. I'm glad uh, glad we all get validated on that. <laughs> that makes it easier to take a picture, picture, too. I'm just like, oh, okay, oh, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, pictures. Okay. On the little Pokemon Snap ride... What do you have yeah. to do to impress this guy? I took a really stunningly great picture. There was two. Mm. I used the two thirds or one third rule. I mean, it was good. <laughs> what, he just wants a picture of the Deku King, or oh. his son. Oh, is that it? I let's not that. talk about that. Oh, Uh-oh. let's talk about or his that. son. Is this the Nether perpetuating the myth of pedophilia in Majora's Mask? Very even better. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Uh, not to yeah. spoil this for Garrett, so I won't exactly say. But how about the way you get the princess back to the uh, back to the king once you pick her up? Fantastic moment in the game. That cracks me up. I think that's like one of my favorite moments in Zelda. Those little guys are flexible. Actually, I was really angry the first time I did it. I still had a red potion and I had to drink it. Oh, that sucks. I was really annoyed. I, and this is the other thing about um, Gerudo Fortress. If you don't have enough bottles there. And I didn't the first time, and I didn't have the stone mask. And, ugh. Well, it's just the more you have, the easier it is. Like, I ideally, remember, four is the ideal number. Is then it, you yeah, I had four. Because isn't one of them through, like, some dumb beaver minigame where you yes, have to like, jump through hoops? And it's like, screw that, I'm not doing most that. Most hated minigame. <laughs> I kind of think the beavers are pretty cool. I like swimming as a Zora, too. Like, that's another thing I'm looking forward to next week. Swimming I get to beat as a Zora. I remember that from my Same brother. Play. I get my awesome guitar and everything. That's... Yeah. Yeah, the swimming oh, so is a Zora awesome. thing. I saw my brother do that, and I was like, whoa, this guy's yeah, not really interesting. Swimming as a Zora is pretty badass. It's much like rolling as a Goron. They really did a good job yeah. with, their, with their racials as WoW players. Movement. I was going to say the movement, but yes, with the racials. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the plus five do axes and drums. <laughs> if only you could play some sort of Night Zora with twin scimitars. That would be awesome. Just hit them with guitars. I don't know why you can't use your instruments as a weapon. That's true. It is just a giant fishbone. You just club somebody over the head with it. 
Okay, so there's a reason they call it an axe. Well, for next week, what are we uh, what are we playing through? What's the the schedule say? We are playing from the beginning of the next area to the end of Great Bay Temple. So the main temple you guys are going to have is Great Bay Temple. There's only one temple this week. It's the water temple for this game. It's kind of half water, half ice, kind of like the last one was half fire, half ice, which is kind of a cop-out, but when you only have four dungeons, I mean, what can you do? It's it's half water, half ice, and half annoying. So I just thought of this. One of the things I like about Ocarina of Time is that Link, to me, becomes more badass at the end. Like, he really has, like, that cool shield, and um, just he feels more powerful. Does little kid Link ever feel like, oh, yeah, little kid Link, he's the best, he's so buff, or does he always look kind of weird? Link will have his baddest moment. If you get all of the masks, Link will have his day in the sun. Exactly. (laughs) Only if you do that. You have to get all the masks, but... So just on his own, getting all the items, he'll always kind of be a little wuss. Yeah, because he's no, a little No, that's not kid. true. I mean, th- there's the sword that you get later on. The two-handed killer sword. Oh, actually, most of his sword upgrades are cool. The gilded sword yeah. and the sea yeah, they all look pretty sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking... I was hoping there were more swords, because this that, thing is not doing any damage. That sword you get for the that final mask is just... Baller. I love that sword design. That's up there yeah, with, like, yeah. Buster Sword. That sword design is pretty it's, it's such a good design for a character. Have they made statues of that to buy? Yes, they have, and I wish I had it. <laughs> oh, bet that was sweet. <laughs> like, $250, like, that heavy statue. I Actually, want. I just looked it Kids up, like, earlier today. It was, statues. like, $300. $300? Yeah. Oh, oh. God. Oh, okay. Well, so next week, so we're the, to the end of that water temple, then? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then... Yep. Uh, Once you make it. You know what? We'll be lazy fair about this. Okay. And then, Kevin, you're back next week, right? Or are you, are you going to be busy? Oh, I'll probably be back next week, you know. And Crystal, uh, will, you, you will you be able to enjoy uh, your presence once again, maybe? Yes, I would quite enjoy that. All right, it'll be good times. Okay, well, Liz, you want to close out the show here? Yeah, I will close it out. Um, I guess I'll just say the usual stuff we kind of say for the podcast. If you want to talk to us, thread too. Yeah, there's a uh, <laughs> game club primarily meets through the forum thread in Fangamer discussion, which has the tag and banner of Murchizawa due to an awkward corporate merger. <laughs> we but- <just> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, let me allow URLs. Give me a. So, oh. Yeah. There we go. I'll links. All I mean, right. I don't have that power in here. I do because Thanks, I. Thanks, Reed Man. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Reed. <laughs> I don't even know where Reed is right now, and I'm using uh, He's account. still driving back to uh, Tucson. God. Yeah. It's like a two-day drive. Okay. Let's close it out. All right. Goodbye. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Thanks. Thank you, chat room. Good luck.